Welcome back to another wonderful episode of Sleep Powder, your spot for Pokemon and mental health news. I'm Theron. And I'm Anna. And we're back. It's good to be back. Yeah. It's uh, It's been quite a while. Um, to sum it up shortly, our lives have just been incredibly hectic as of late. Um, it, we, we feel like it's better for us not to go in, into the depths of the details, but life has just put this project on pause for a little bit but now we're in a spot where we're all able to jump back in it's nothing serious like oh tim's here hi tim's here um, <laughs> hi tim it's nothing like serious like no one got seriously hurt nothing like oh yeah no it's just like we all got really busy with various things not to brag i bought a house yeah, um, Tim's yeah. moving up in the world. Um, but I was moving for a minute, and then Theron moved, and then Anna moved, and then Anna's starting school. We're not going to get too into it because it's all kind of boring personal life stuff, but nothing bad happened. It's just like we got busy. Everyone is safe. Everyone is good. Everyone is. Yeah, good. nothing tragic, just genuine. I was like state hopping. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I moved out of my parents' house, which was great. Um, and I started another job at a trading card store which is very up your alley very I, it's so much better than making sandwiches <laughs> i do not want to be yeah. doing that anymore but we're, we're back and we want to make sure that we're delivering the best that we can um what what has everyone been up to recently what have we been playing um so i haven't been playing anything super exciting i basically jumped into pokemon snap when it came out and then I jumped back and forth between Pokemon Snap and Stardew. How far are you in Stardew? Stardew. Stardew Valley. So, clo <laughs> so close. I'm so close. I'm near perfection. And I know it. I can feel it. I can taste it. I didn't realize people actually 100% that game. I thought it was just kind of like you play as you want, but... Well, you can. That's the beauty of it. Like, you can do basically anything you want in the whole game. I think the last one is, like, the last achievement's the golden clock, I think. Yeah, but I don't have enough money, so I've been trying to... I'm an anxious person, so when I play Stardew and I have crops, I save, like, half of my entire crop. Every time. That's how... That's how I was playing, like, I... I did the dumb thing and watched a bunch of YouTube videos before I played it. Or, that's not dumb, but I'm not a huge fan of playing games that way, because you, like have someone influence you before you even start playing it. Um, but I saw a video, it was like, keep one of every item, you never know when you'll need it, which is a good strategy. But yeah. then I see how my girlfriend plays that game and she just like, doesn't care about that. She's like, I'll just grow it and get another one when I need it. That makes me anxious, no. I have to have sets of everything. I accidentally got rid of all my cranberries and I'm having a panic attack because it's winter. And I can't grow them until fall, so... Don't cranberries grow in the water? Like, you can't... Like, do you have to no, put them in the water or they anything? Don't, they don't grow in the water, honey. They get collected in a bog. Sometimes. There's two ways to collect cranberries. Okay. Well, that beats me. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're fine. I literally just was listening to someone describe how you collect cranberries for some reason i always thought they just spawned there just they just automatically show up in they the just float up like lily pads <laughs> you show up one day and then boom you have cranberries for thanksgiving um i've been playing a lot of okay so my roommates are big smash heads uh 
I introduced them to Rivals of Ether, which is one of my favorite games. Uh, I love it so much, and they, they just got into it. Um, I've been picking Smash back up. We're waiting to see who the new character is going to be. Um, yeah, I'm excited for that. That's like right around the corner, right? It's on Tuesday. Oh, that is literally Tuesday as of recording. So you all yeah. will probably know who it is. Um, I have yeah. no horse in this race. Uh, Steve was already introduced, <laughs> so I'm I'm happy. That's all I wanted. Steve was in there. Sans got in there. Um, but I I really want. If I had to pick one character, I would really want Taboo. That'd be cool. That would be a really nice way to end it off. The one I want to end that's kind of similar to Taboo is the Wireframe Fighters from Melee. Oh my god, that would be really nice. But like, I'm with you. Like, I don't really. I think adding characters is not going to make Smash a better game. There's my hot take. I don't think... I think it needs different content. Because unless you are really into competitive, which is awesome, getting new characters, freshens up the metagame. Unless you're going... Like, to... I know friend, my friends of mine who don't play competitively, they never play that game anymore because there's not a whole lot to do. There's nothing very casual besides playing with a bunch of friends. And plus the DLC has only been pay to win, except for... <laughs> Except for my favorite character who just gets in there for free. Um, I have not followed competitive Smash at all. Neither have I. Yeah. After we stopped playing in college, I just dropped out of it. And yeah. now I just play Plant. <laughs> nice. Plant is so much fun. He's fun. Um, aside from Smash Rivals, I, I played the new WarioWare. Absolutely great if you're in for a laugh. Um, fun with a friend for co-op. And then I also um, played Deltarune. Uh, Deltarune Chadwick 2 came out from... Toby Fox and I have been waiting and waiting and waiting and it's just what I wanted. I'm that's another franchise like um Undertale that I'm just like I'm not gonna I'm just gonna step away and not bother playing that at that's this fair. point. That's fair. <laughs> I, I, feel, I feel like if I was ever gonna play it, I would have played it by now. Yeah. But, it's I would I recommend it to everybody who's interested, but if you're not, I respect it. Yeah. <laughs> I would uh, tell everybody that they should play it if they're interested, and if not, don't. <laughs> <laughs> that is okay with me. Yeah, I mean, we don't have to get into this, but I feel like that's what makes fan bases toxic when, and outside of video games, like I remember that's how Breaking Bad was back in the day. Of, oh like, yeah, 2012 when like people were sh like everyone who watched it was like forcing everyone else who hasn't watched it to watch it. To be fair, it is. Breaking Bad's a, great. A great show. <laughs> I mean, it's the same with like Game of Thrones back in the day too, and then all the great Game of Thrones fans ended up hating it. Yeah, because the ending was terrible. It's like if you're gonna only use characters to kill them off, then what's the point of making characters? <laughs> I don't know. I never watched the show. <laughs> I didn't even like the show, but I was watching the ending with my mom, and I was like, I, I hate this. <laughs> and she was like, No, it makes total sense. I'm like, It really doesn't. <laughs> Yeah, if you're gonna kill them off, then just kill them off. But I, I have something that we all might really enjoy at the moment. Mm -hmm. Oh, I was playing Wind Waker, by the way. I've been playing Wind Waker. HD. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about that. Um, I mean, I've been playing through Wind Waker HD. That was like the first game I played after I moved, because as everyone knows, the moving process doesn't really give you a ton of time to play video games. Grueling. Yeah. Um, but the first game system I unpacked was my Wii U. For that reason. I think I didn't turn my switch on until like four weeks after I lived here. Um, but Wind Waker HD is such a good game. If you can find a cheap Wii U with it, 
and you really want a good Zelda experience, that's the way to do it. Because with the gamepad and having the map right there in front of you, you don't have to pause every time. Keeps the gameplay moving. It's it's a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, been playing that, playing Splatoon 2 again, just kind of... It's so good. Yeah. It's so good. Like, I, I will, I run the Jet Squelcher, like the, the long shot. Oh, nice. That's, I mainly just only go pure support. I've been doing like a mixed, like hyper offense with the, the one that looks like the Duck Hunt gun. Oh, the end zap. Yeah, I do that. And then I just have like a full support set with like, um, I give it, I like using ink armor a lot just because no one, especially when you do like join randoms, no one ever wants to play support. So playing support in that situation, one, you're a good team teammate and that's all <laughs> that matters. And two, it makes you, it makes the team have such an advantage over another team that no one wants to play support. Yeah, that's fair. You cover all your bases. Yeah. I will, I, my favorite item in Splatoon is the sprinkler just because mm. of how versatile and how helpful it is. Just set it, forget it, get all your, charge your ultimate before you can just even go in there and just kill everything. Anyway, Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it's good checking in on what, what everyone's playing, but how about we pay our 500 gold and go check into the Safari Zone? Uh, we, if you are not familiar with the Safari Zone, this is a segment we do where we randomly generate a Pokemon that we just love talking about, discuss every aspect of it. If you want to build it in competitive, if you want to put it in a bow tie, whatever you're feeling at the moment, um, I'm ready to roll the dice. How about you all? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, and we're generating... Okay, okay, oldie but a goodie. We're going with Starmie. Yeah, dude, Gen 5 legend. Oh, I, so, okay. I, very recently, my, my roommate told me like, hey, have you, we were checking the tiers just for whatnot and just conversation. And we're like, what happened to all the old greats like Arcanine or Tauros? And we realized Starmie's like all the way down and never used right now. It's... Starmine has everything right. And, like, I think we've talked about this on an episode about, like, the theory of power creep. Oh, yeah. Um, but, dude, back in Gen 5, giving a... I would do run choice specs, rain team Safari, um, Starmine, because I think he got Swift Swim back in the day. Maybe, maybe not. I think so. I think that's right. Or uh, maybe I'd run Scarf, but, like, it has such good coverage. It got Bolt Beam, it got Psychic, it got Surf. Um, and just that alone, you could sweep through a lot of teams. You just get all, you put all of your good stuff on one Pokemon and it works. Uh, let me pull up Starmie's Pokedex entry. Anna, what are your initial thoughts on Starmie? I love Starmie. It makes me so happy. I, when I remember watching the original show as a kid, like I remember there was a Starmie and a Staryu. I think it was Misty's Starmie you that turned into a star me i think so yeah a long like really long time ago and i fell in love i fell in love with water types because of of misty and how many she always had and it, it it's just it's bringing me back i'm sitting here trying not to tear up <laughs> um kanta is <laughs> one of those regions like when you do a playthrough fire red leaf green red blue like i objectively all the starters are really good but it's really hard to pick squirtle even though i squirrel is one of my favorite like i put squirtle in like a top 
50 all-time Pokemon for me. But like, it's really hard to pick him knowing that there's so many good water Pokemon in that game. Yeah, because you get Slowbro, you get Cloyster, you get Kingler, Gold... I take that back. Maybe not Golduck. Uh <laughs> Starmie, you get... Honestly, I've done Dugong runs. Dugong's so good. Um, there's like so many good water types in that game. Tentacruel, can't sleep oh on him. Oh my god. Um, but like Starmine is, I think in the Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee speedrun, they use yeah. Starmine to just sweep the game. Which is really cool. Um, so let's, let's dig a little bit deeper uh, with Starmie. I feel like Starmie is one of the most illogical evolutions you can find in Pokemon. Or like the one that make one of them that makes the most sense. Kind of yes. like um like I, I was talking like Tyrant and Tyrantrum, like that makes sense. Mm -hmm. that, that's a nice evolution line that yeah. like you can see one leading to the other. Why not just have a star go on top of another star and call it a day? And call make it purple. Uh, let's see you it know, purple. It it was really it was really a good design. They didn't go crazy and they just went, What if we put two on top of each other and the last one was yellow? What's the opposite of yellow? purple and the uh i gotta say starmie shiny is immaculate you get that like dark stormy blue and the nice uh i don't know what to call that pink almost like a reddish ruddy pink um mm. it's so so nice to see starmie was also honestly the very first pokemon i ever saw because i remember my sisters like collected pokemon cards back mm -hmm. in 98 whatever that was way back when Ew. and I remember that is the first Pokemon I ever saw. Um, and wow. like, it's just such a generic, boring card if you look at the original one, but like, it's such a cool Pokemon. I'm, I'll be honest, I'm not a huge fan of the shiny, but okay. I just think the classic looks so much better. I am The ill, sorry, the ill was not at Starmie. It was that you said 1998 and you remember that year. I don't. <laughs> I'm, I'm only, I was four years old, like, because um, I was born. I was in 94, born. But, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is the card I'm showing Farron because oh he's in the God, room for me. Oh my God! Look at that. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, it's such a cool Pokemon. The light shining down from the the depths of the ocean. Yeah. Um, Let's take a look at Starmie's Pokedex entries because I feel like this is room for speculation, or it would have been back in the 90s. Um, this Pokemon has an organ known as its core. The organ glows in seven colors when Starmie is unleashing its potent psychic powers. Starmie swims by at high speed. As this Pokemon cruises through the ocean, it absorbs tiny plankton. Oh. Wait, plankton? Plankton? Okay, I don't know if you all remember, but Pokemon had like a thing where they were trying to say like there were several Pokemon from outer space. Yeah. And that I mean, isn't that technically true with like like Lunatone, Solrock, that, yeah. that's canon. Like Clefairy, that as well. Uh, the one see. that's the meteorite that literally falls from space. <laughs> Minior. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, Gen 7 also had some really good dex entries. Its unusual body shape, reminiscent of abstract art, led to local people to spread rumors that it may be an invader from outer space. Its shining core is thought to receive and transmit enigmatic signals. It's been known to cause headaches in those who approach it. Its sparkling core is called the Gem of the Sea. This core can be made into high-priced accessories that are traded in secret. It rotates geome geometrically to swim through the water. <laughs> it always seems to be sending out mysterious radio, radio waves. People think that it's communicating when it glows in seven colors. 
Okay. <laughs> That's a lot. A lot to talk about. <laughs> Rotating geometrically. <laughs> spin? It's spin? It's spin. It's spin. What's geometric have to do with that? It, it is a double pentagon, isn't it? Uh. Right? No. You, you get five. One, two, three, four, five, six. It has ten sides. And then two of them would have 20 sides. It's a d20. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Pick a second go. Well, yeah, I'm going back to like the space stuff. I know like I try not to believe every like or take obviously not believe it's not a this is real, but like I try not to take Pokemon dex entries like as true canon. Fair. Just because like first of all there's like the theory like oh it's 10 year olds writing these things what do 10 year olds know but also just like um there's so much contradiction between gen 1 and gen 8 oh, especially yeah. like some of the earlier pokemon i could see like later generations dex entries kind of like rewriting the canon for them um it reminds me of like way back in the Yu-Gi-Oh anime where they were literally making up the rules as they went really they yeah they they had no script or no no plan of how the game actually worked so they just yeah. went with it um yeah so let's talk a bit about about starmie um starmie has three abilities two of which are kind of trash learn knowing the pokemon the other's pretty good uh it has three abilities one of them is analytic which boosts your speed if you move second so, but knowing Starmie, Starmie has a base 115 speed stat, which is nothing to scoff at. Ooh, what if you use it on a trick room team? Oh, that w okay. Okay, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I kind of like that. That would be kind of sick. Uh, it boosts it by 30%, so a life or a boost. Um, then it has Illuminate, which doubles your <laughs> chance of a wild battle encounter, uh, which we know does nothing in competitive. And then natural cure. Natural cure is pretty that's, good. That's why I use instead of swift swim. Yeah. Natural cure. Natural cure is the best. Uh, if it has a non-volatile status condition like poison, paralysis, or burn, uh, it gets cured when you switch out. Which makes this Pokemon so good. And especially now that it gets flip turn, you would think it'd be, you know, uh, a high tier Pokemon, but... Mm -hmm. I, it's just, it's outclassed. Yeah. There's so many other Pokemon that do it so much better. Uh, I, well, I think the advent of Dynamax kind of helped it. Yeah, I mean, I play singles, so I don't really use Dynamax. Um, but it's just, I mean, I said this earlier, but back in Gen 5, it was so good. <laughs> um, Because, like, in Gen 5, you needed a Rapid Spinner, or else you're just going to deal with rocks, and having one that was this fast be such a threat, you can bring it in, scare anything out with bolt beam besides rotom wash and then just get a free um rock removal oh yeah it was it was really good back in the day but <laughs> now i tried using it on showdown and i just had to get rid of it but i named it david bowie because <laughs> it kind of fit that vibe starman starman baby good uh what what's cool about starmie is i so i think it also gets meteor beam which Oh, uh, yeah. I think Starmie also gets a Meteor Beam. It does. What does that do? It's one of the new tutor moves out of the Isle of Armor. And it's a base 120 
special rock type move. It works like Skull Bash, so you take a turn to charge, but during that turn of charge, it raises your special attack by one. So, huh. I mean, you get the coverage, but you also have Thunderbolt and Ice Beam for that. <laughs> but if you give it like a power herb, so then yeah. you just get the, the charging, then the attack, and then you're on a rampage. I'm looking at the photos Anna sent us in the group chat, and the realistic I, one kind of scares me. I love to send the group some great photos, because I have to Google search a lot of the time. I did know this one. Um, in case anyone was wondering, you can buy a Star You backpack. Oh. Star Me. Not Star You. That's Star Me. That's the one we we're just looking at. And what's terrifying is it kind of, the way that the girl's face is where she's holding it looks like my face in a lot of pictures. So it just, it got me. I'll be honest, I thought that was you when you first sent it. I, I, yeah, it that's not me. <laughs> Oh my god. Um, it looks just like you. Yeah, I know. That's kind of terrifying. Um, I tried to look up more pictures of the person selling and I couldn't. So it's even more terrifying. If you were walking down the street with a giant starfish, I would, um... I would walk in the opposite direction. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of this realistically. Like, if you're walking down the street with a purple starfish, that's the that goes up to your thigh and emits ominous radio waves every time it <laughs> it's near somebody. No, that I feel like that's a that's a fire hazard. <laughs> that's not a fire hazard. Radio waves. It has water. I meant that it's in like not. the the metaphorical sense of like, I do not want to be anywhere near this thing. Fair enough. That's fair enough. So another awesome thing about, especially this line, like oh, the downside with a lot of stone evolutions is if you use the water stone, whatever, right away, you don't get to learn any of the level up moves, except for maybe like one or two. But Starmine, you don't need that because it gets so many good TMs and HMs. Exactly. Like you're going to use it for surf. Um, and then you can just give it Thunderbolt, Ice Beam, and Psychic, and you call it a day. You don't need anything else. I forget what other what other moves it learns, um, but that's how. I remember one Fire Red playthrough. I just wanted to be really OP, so I had an Alakazam and a Starmine. <laughs> like I didn't care if I had two Psychic types because Psychic was so good in that generation. Um, but I also I probably used it and. Um, Ruby and Sapphire too, and it, oh yeah, I mean, you, you can't go wrong. Especially like storming through the magma base with Surf on it. It's like yeah. it's that's easy. That's so easy. Um, it's reliable. It's helpful. Yeah, no, it's if it, you haven't used one in a playthrough, I'd recommend it. I definitely recommend it. I feel like it, this could be your new favorite Pokemon. It's great. I mean, we've gushed about it for a while. Um, what do you I think, mean, honey? It's amazing. It's one of the like few Pokemon that I remember loving as a kid and still loving now like i might not use it now but that doesn't mean i don't like it yeah you know that you have a memory it's it's, it's a core pun intended pokemon <laughs> it's a core pokemon you know like in inside out when they had all the memories coming down and yeah <laughs> it's it's a core pokemon it provides a lot yeah. of structure to what um what people view as pokemon but um yeah Speaking of structure, let's segue into our calm mind segment because I feel like that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, yes. Yeah. So when we decided 
well, I don't think we ever really decided um, that we were going to take a bit of a hiatus. It kind of just happened. Yeah. It kind of just happened. And I feel like we all kind of knew that it was it was going to be that way. Yeah. Um, yeah. But knowing that we could all communicate with each other and tell everyone, like, hey, we kind of need to like take a step back for a little bit. That's That totally mm -hmm. works. Um, I'd rather have that than no communication. Yeah. But I know um, structure is something that we need when it comes to work to prevent ourselves from getting burnt out because boy howdy it hits <laughs> it's like yeah. the, it's one of the worst feelings you can ever experience as an adult right yeah totally and i feel like it's something that we kind of just push to the side all a lot i mean you always gotta get up to work in the morning no mm -hmm. matter what but you can't tell yourself to not be burnt out or can you i mean you can it's not gonna help but <laughs> Yeah, I know, like, I mean, burnout meat can go in a lot of different directions. Um, I know. So, like, lately I've been picking up skateboarding. Um, and Really? Yeah, I started back in, like, I've been doing it off and on since December. But, like, since the weather's been nice, I've been doing it a lot more. And, like, it's one of those things, like, today I skated and I had a really good day. Like, I felt myself improving, felt ways I can go forward. But there's so mm -hmm. many days where I'll go to the park and, like, these 15 year olds are like just crushing it because they're young and if they fall they don't have to limp for three days <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and like just like seeing that it's really easy to get discouraged and like kind of feeling like i've been practicing so much and i'm not approving um it's easy to just like kind of burn yourself out by like just going really hard with practice and not moving anything or getting any closer to your goal when it's much better just to take a break for a couple days or maybe a week whatever it needs to be um and just like understand hey everyone goes at their own pace and you just gotta mm -hmm. realign your thoughts i'm losing my train of thought but you get what i'm saying yeah it's yeah. it's discouraging seeing yeah. other people succeed in something that you, that you really really want yeah um, but i mean to be fair a 15 year old probably has more stake and investment in skateboarding because that's like they have that free spot in their yeah. life. Yeah, I mean, I guess like comparing myself to like a 15 year old, like me and a 15 year old are very different points of their lives. They're trying to get through, I don't know, algebra one. What a, what a 15 year olds take? I, I think don't know. algebra, but, but their parents still have to buy the their gushers. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't know. I'll ask my sister. <laughs> um, but anyway, like you buy your own gushers. You you can do that. I. I don't eat gushers, but if I could, I would buy them myself. Um, but like, it's one of those things. You like, bought a house. You yeah, have adult money. That's several yeah. gushers. That's at least five of I'll them. I'll be honest, I never like gushers. Really? <laughs> <laughs> what? Me neither. Um, am I? Am I the only one? Oh my god. I think they're kind of overrated. Like, anyway, we're not talking about candy. <laughs> you get the sweet and the chewy and the, the childhood. Okay. Um, okay bad texture did not like yeah and also like it was never much juice i don't know but <laughs> <laughs> can you tell we haven't done this in like a couple months where um but like gushers are um <laughs> there it goes but anyway learning a new sport or a new hobby or just like general in general like weightlifting it's easy to compare yourself to people who've been doing it for longer invest more time in it have 
that's like their main interest versus like it's one of your many interests i'm the kind of person who will pick up a bunch of different hobbies and i have to tell myself this person loves eat breathe sleep skateboarding they don't watch tv they don't play video games they don't work on podcasts they don't do any other like creative hobbies and that's totally cool if their main thing is skateboarding but i'm the kind of person i like spreading myself out so i gotta understand hey it's like a like a video game skill tree or let's compare it even better it's like if you want to get a really like a level 100 starter pokemon and you put all your investment in your charmander versus Mm -hmm. having a well-balanced team and the guy with the charmander is going to be level 50 by gym 2 whereas i like to have a full team and we're all like level 20 by gym 2 that's where i like being at but you know every there's nothing wrong with going either way it's all preference exactly i mean i've been having sort of a similar struggle i'm in a class right now that's based on uh criminal litigation and you know we've i've never touched criminal stuff like in my life so now i have to basically be a lawyer to these fake clients and i remember seeing some other people go up and like nail it on the first try and i was like there's no way that i will get there <laughs> and then i found out like no they they have bad days they rehearse they have been in criminal clinics where they're like in a courtroom where they see this happening like all day so mm-hmm. like but that's also what they want like they eat breathe sleep criminal and i don't (laughs) i just wanted to sort of see wanted to see a different point of view so like i think what you're saying is a pretty good uh analogy with like you don't have to make yourself one type of thing and completely burn yourself out you can go into many things and like as we all know from pokemon um the people that have one type do not do well even though they're all gym leaders for some reason but (laughs) who gave them that idea like why do they do that that's so bad such a bad idea but like i like monotypes monotypes fun and like there's nothing Look, on paper, if you want to do a monotype team, I'm sure you'll have a really fun run with it. But -hmm. it's also one of those things like the whole idea is to catch them all and you can build your perfect team with all the Pokemon. Um, Yeah. You've done it. You've played it. Yeah. It's Poker Man. (laughs) Um, I think that's what the the kids are calling nowadays uh, imposter syndrome, which like uh, trying seeing other people and doubting that you can actually do and become the thing that you want to do which is fair yeah which is very fair because i i get the feeling as well it's hard seeing other people do what you really want to do and even and like even even things you don't want to do like i don't want to skateboard but my parking lot for where the the school is is next to a skate park (laughs) And so I see all these skateboarders and I'm like, man, they're so much better than me. And then I'm like, wait a minute, I've never had an interest in skateboarding. See, that was like kind of the thing that one of the reasons why I picked it up was my girlfriend was roller skating for a while and she's been doing it for a while. And I wanted, especially during the pandemic or we're still in the pandemic, but like during heavy lockdown, 
before mm-hmm. vaccines or anything. I wanted to do something that would get me outside that I can do safely and social distance. At the time, my big athletic hobby was rock climbing, which I had to do inside at a gym. And mm-hmm. wh- I went back once like in a mask and I just did not enjoy it because I took such a long break from it. And I knew there was going to be growing pains, but I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to do something else. So then I just bought a cheap skateboard, picked it up, started learning. Um, but there's something called the positive skater mindset. Um, Sick. <laughs> the PSM. Um, and the whole idea is like, yeah, we see people break their legs, hurt themselves bad during skating. But thinking about that and fearing about that is not going to make you a better skater. Yes, it's going to happen, but people get hurt doing like everyday stuff. And the only way you can really get over these fears is just to do it and like not stress yourself out, not burn yourself out thinking about it. And I'm very bad at adapting that mindset. So, you know, maybe, um, maybe me preaching about it will get it embedded in me. That was, that was the next thing I was going to bring up. I was like, what are some things that we can do to like actually knock out imposter syndrome? Because mm-hmm. if, if it's keeping us down from, I feel like it's a very internal mindset kind yeah. of thing. So I think my next train of thought is the one thing we can do is talk about it. Tell your friends about your achievements. Tell mm-hmm. them things that you did that you've absolutely crushed. Like I had a habit of when I first started driving, I had a habit of pulling in because backing in is a pain in the butt and I, I never got good at it. So I told myself I'm going to consistently try and only back in places. And now I only ever back in places. So when I first got that habit down, I, I was excited. And I told my friends, like, I did it. I did something entirely mundane that every adult should be able to do. But it was something that I was proud of. Nice. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things, like, the little things that you can celebrate. If you can see yourself growing a little bit, it's going to make you grow. Or it's going to help. It's going to snowball. That's the way to put it. Um, yeah. If you have other people in your circle that can hold you accountable for things that you're doing mm-hmm. um, and being sure to like list your achievements as well. If you keep a, an ongoing like chart or if you have like a journal that you can keep in your car, whatever hobby you're going to keep a list of things that you've done well and just that you know that you've got done. That's great. So you realize, like, hey, I I learned how to kickflip a month ago or like I, I learned how to do a pop shove it two weeks ago, so on and so forth. Um, and you or can... I didn't fall off today. Like we can that's start it. our goals small. <laughs> yeah, of course. I, I was thinking of more trick-minded things, but I know there's so much more to that. It's like, I can't do any of those tricks yet, so that's fair. <laughs> it, that was just as an example. No, I, I got gotcha. you. Um, you're a you're a Tony Hawk in training. <laughs> eh, I don't want to be Tony Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Hawk is the uh, he's the, the man. Harry the Platypus at, in real life. Like yeah. <laughs> then he, he's no one knows who he is until he has a skateboard in his hands. Uh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> you look like that famous skater guy. Um, but I guess kind of going back to the idea of burnout. Um, what's something you guys like to do besides like? Is there anything else besides like taking a good mental break? Because that's what I like to do when I get really burnt out. Like especially if I'm doing like a big long like edit or something. I remember when I was editing like this one film that I was not a fan of the film. I 
just was not enjoying myself editing it. I was getting paid and that was the only thing motivating me to finish it. Um, mm-hmm. So like what I would do is I'd just like say, commit to a solid hour or finish this scene, um, finish the ambient and then go play Mario Kart for an hour or something and see how you're Sick. feeling. Like just do something like that. That's how I like to get through projects that I feel burnt out on. Um, or if it's coming like schoolwork, this is kind of like a pseudo procrastination strategy. But oh, yeah. it's what I would do is like, I'm not going to do my whatever homework, but I'm going to clean my room kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then that productivity can, I don't know, transfer onto the next thing. <laughs> um, for sort of that procrastination, transferring it onto something else, uh, I get that a lot too. And I know for me, what I've started doing is like, I'll play a song because for me, my thought while I'm like preparing myself to do a task is like, I don't want to do this. It's going to take so long. And so I'll play a song and it's like, okay, well, I finished the task and the song's not over. So it must have been less than three minutes. (laughs) So let's try a different task. Or I do a lot of Pomodoro things. So like you set a timer for... 20 minutes 25 to 30 and you do that allotted amount of time of complete focus on or as much focus as you can muster on one project and then Mm. when you when that timer is done you get a certain amount of time of leisure time afterwards which i mean I know as a kid, I think I tried where it was like 30 minutes of doing homework, 30 minutes of relaxing, then those 30 minutes would be up and you're just not going, going back. So because the break timer is shorter, like five Mm -hmm. to 10 minutes, depending on how long your, your work interval is, then like, it's easier to get back in the groove than if something were longer so what i would do is when i was really really hating school i would sit and read for those 30 minutes or listen to a lecture for 30 minutes whatever i had to do i would take the five minute break and what i could do in five minutes was play around pokemon snap oh yeah <laughs> i don't know why that is the perfect like thing that i did but it was and it's a good length the courses are. I mean, so and I fun. also had some burnout from Pokemon Snap because I'd be frustrated because I couldn't get this one picture, or because like the Pokemon wasn't doing the thing that <laughs> the internet said it should be doing on this level, and it's not there, or it's moving in the different direction, so I can't get the shot. And so I was like, okay, well, then I'll go back to my homework for thirty minutes, and then when I come back, hmm. I can try again. And so it was like this weird switch of burnout between school and then the game but i feel like going back and forth on two things that like maybe burn not fully burnt out on but like two things that are a challenge or something more active that you need to work on is better because i've tried the poor i've I'm gonna pomodoro. 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 I tried the. It's pomodoro. Italian for tomato. <laughs> I tried the pomodoro technique before, when I was like studying for like some certifications, and mm-hmm. what the problem was when I was doing it, I'd do 40 minutes of direct studying, and then it would be like a seven-minute break. I just found a YouTube video, 
And during that break, I would just lie on my bed for seven minutes, kind of like scroll my phone. And I feel like if you're doing something, and I know video games aren't like productive, but if you're doing something that keeps your mind moving, where mm -hmm. versus like just scrolling Instagram, um, it's giving, it's keeping you in that motivated like mindset instead mm -hmm. of kind of like a vegetative one. Because um, yeah. a lot of times I would just like scroll and then I'd hear the alarm go off and I'm like, yeah, five more minutes, eh, 30 more minutes. Oh, I didn't go back. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It's a vicious cycle. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I would still like, so like I have a desk set up. And so I'd be reading at my desk. The timer would go off. I have mm -hmm. my switch on the floor, but I'd pick it up off the floor. And then I, cause you know, hard to play from the floor. Right. And then, uh, play around. Tower would go off. I'd still be at the desk. So, like, I know there were times where I would go back and be like, okay, let me try this, like, one or two more times. But, like, that's, that's okay. Like, <laughs> as long as you go back and finish whatever you needed to do before the deadline, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> like, I, I think something we definitely need to talk about when we talk about burnout is giving yourself some sort of grace and space and being okay with it because I feel like the like frustration with yourself during burnout only makes it worse hmm. makes you want to just not do it again yeah exactly there was a guy at our smash club who was one of the better players at the school and I remember he was so used to winning so many tournaments. He started to slouch a little. And I remember like, he got so upset with himself. He was like pushing himself too far. And then I think me and some of our other friends just got to him and said like, maybe you just need to take a break. Maybe you need to play a single player game. Just like not think about Smash for a little bit. And when he finally took that break and got back to it, he wasn't back at his peak. Cause I think people just caught up to him. Yeah. But he wasn't yeah. getting as frustrated. His performance was noticeable. Yeah. Like, you were able to tell, like, after he was done with his slouch, like, it was, you know, you could tell that he was doing great. Yeah. Not, like, not winning every tournament, but still, like, top his, four. His gameplay was better. Um, so a lot of it was that that break probably helped him a lot, just, like, not, not thinking about something. And, I mean, this is stuff that a lot of people learn the easy way or the hard way. Um... And I think there, it just comes to a point, once you get a little frustrated, once you feel like you're not improving anymore, the best thing you can do is do something else. Right. Mm -hmm. Take some time away from that. Yeah. All right. Any other thoughts? Uh, my last thought on that is just like, always take a break when you're getting a little frustrated because once you get negative thoughts in your head, you're going to start associating that with whatever you're doing, whether it's a video game, a sport, schoolwork and that's just only gonna demotivate you to ever get back into it bog you down yeah, yeah. uh i i agree with anna be sure to give yourself a margin of error and mm -hmm. understand that rome wasn't built in a day and neither were you so it's okay to it, it is in our code to mess up and we just have to fail better yeah yeah Sweet. i mean uh that's the whole plot of uh meet the robinsons so <laughs> yeah if you ever need something like that go watch that movie if you're Pretty feeling that burnout i 
feel like that's one of my main inspiration movies. Honestly, watch any movie. It's a great, like, not not to discredit Meet the Robinsons. I haven't seen it. No, no. But. <gasps> okay, you have to. Go I'll watch it. I'll put it on the list. I'm, side note, I'm really bad at watching movies, but I'll binge through a show. I'm just that kind of person. I can't do shows. Yeah. I, I can't, oh. I can't watch like I can't watch a segmented show. I feel like I don't. My schedule is not accommodating for that. Anyway, but um, <laughs> watching like a show or a movie, like a solid like two hours, is the perfect time to kind of reset and turn off your brain and like come back to something stronger. Anyway, yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, especially if you watch like a Disney or a DreamWorks or something along those lines kind of movie Probably i don't know bad, why maybe. but you feel kind of inspired by the end no matter what pixar the message was oh pixar i i want to go on a pixar binge like <laughs> I, I love pixar so much but I, I could talk about the pixar theory for so long instead let's talk about hyper voice guys oh uh, yeah you know the pokemon podcast <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, so in in the midst of our hiatus we got hit with a bunch of Pokemon news. Yeah. Mm-hmm. First and foremost, uh, we're going to be covering the Pokemon Legends Arceus in another episode. So if you're interested in hearing us talk about all all of the feudal Japan, feudal Sinnoh stuff, that'll be next episode. But this yeah, episode, yeah, because I have to watch all the trailers. Yeah, <laughs> I want to refresh a little bit on the trailers. And but you know, there's a whole another game coming out, and like less than a month probably after by the time this comes out i can't believe it it's gonna be pokemon brilliant diamond and shining pearl the gen 4 remakes that everyone has been wanting let's chat first of all i'm hype (laughs) i understand if you're a little disappointed with the art style like it's it's i like it but i also know i like more cartoony less realistic stuff but at the same time there's a I didn't have a lot of nostalgia with Diamond and Pearl which I know a lot of our listeners are like the three game I'm really nostalgic from um Kanto to Hoenn kind of games um yeah so I'm really excited to play a Diamond and Pearl game that doesn't run at like one frame per second (laughs) like that's what kills me every time I try to play vanilla Pearl or Diamond it's just like so slow um and I'm really excited because the improvements all look really good. They do. And it looks solid. It looks consistent. Um, one of the first things I noticed when watching trailers is that they're still using the same models of animation that we've been used to since X and Y. Mm-hmm. A lot of people kind of uh, are bugged by that just because of, you know, the whole sword and shield debacle. And remember the tree? However, <laughs> we got upset over the tree. Yeah. Um, sa- same kind of deal. But... Other than that, like the city looks great. The mm-hmm. all of the, like the flowers when they show you like Floroma Town, and it, it just looks so good. Even the characters who you think look like menacing and are about to be more important characters, like Cyrus or Cynthia or even Professor Rowan, the way that they shrink them down <laughs> and the tiny little chibis, it's it's so cool. They they nailed it the first try. Yeah, I mean, I like to reserve any hard feelings or my straight-up opinions until I play the game itself. Very fair. Um, mm-hmm. I think aesthetically, I mean, I said already, it's, I like it, but I understand if it's not your thing. It's not for everyone. Yeah, and it's a very bold choice to go with. 
but I'm starting to learn I'm much more for companies going bold and missing wildly over playing it safe and getting another samey whatever game. If they yeah. if they did the lighting like they did for the Link's Awakening game, yeah, I, I wish they took more of a an aspect like a note out of their book because just because it has more bold colors. But then mm -hmm. again, Diamond and Pearl weren't about bold colors. It was yeah. more about mainly like plain pastels and, you know, let the Pokemon do the talking. Yeah. And I mean, aesthetics are all subjective. Here nor there. But the we're getting new secret bases. That's going to be fun. And are like secret dens and the, the underground. Basically, the underground has a purpose now. Mm -hmm. There's more of something you can do. You can find rare Pokemon. Um someone mentioned that they they saw a houndoom in one of the trailers right so that means that we're going to be hopefully operating on platinum decks that'd be cool which would be really nice because fans of diamond and pearl would know that um the gym leaders and the uh the elite four were not like optimally designed for flint for example the fire type gym leader who talks all about like getting fired up and all these fire jugs all these fire puns Two out of the five Pokemon on his team are fire type. Okay. <laughs> Hot take. That's a good thing. Because as we said earlier, monotypes are really easy to beat and at least makes the player think a little. Yeah. But like, when, when you go to fight Volkturn, he only has one electric type, and that's his Electivire, and all the other Pokemon only know one electric move. Again, hot take. I kind of like that. But for like the elite four, I, I feel like if that's a separate challenge, like that would make more sense to kind of just keep it monotype. Yeah. I understand if we disagree. <laughs> Look, it's a hot take for a reason, but I like that because, wow, fire type. All right, I'll bring my level 90 Empoleon, sweep through that. Cool. Or, oh, wait, this guy has, uh, I don't know his team, but like. He had a Rapidash, an Infernape, Driftblim. Okay. Which kind of makes sense with fire. I don't. Yeah. Even, I don't even think it had flare boost. Uh, Steelix, which doesn't make sense. The Steelix only knew fire fang, eh. and then Lopunny. Okay. Who so knew fire punch? I'm just like thinking, like, it, all right. So maybe I take that back a little because it would be cool, like, if a fire gym had a drift blim. with that drift blim. Um, let's say you're planning on using your ground type to sweep through that gym. Oh, wait, I can't use Earthquake on a flying type. Now I got to adapt my strategy. And that's what I like about those games, like having different types in a gym leader. Um, but still, I understand it's a, a hot take nonetheless. But uh, that being said, we might be getting platinum decks. So a lot of the, the evolutions that, that weren't available in Diamond and Pearl will now be available to the players in Diamond and Pearl. Um, the remakes, at least. It looks good. Like, mm -hmm. the water looks good. The Pokemon, I think Pokemon can follow you again. Yeah. Which, that was a, a fan, fan uh, feature that people have been wanting for ages. And I feel like they only bring it out, like, when they need to sell a game. Mm -hmm. You know, like, they brought it back for Pikachu and Eevee. They brought it back for, um, some, they brought it back for the Sword and Shield DLC. But the Sword and Shield's DLC, to, the following did not work. <laughs> It was so bad. It was like a full, like, I don't know. It, they were so slow. <laughs> I know there's a clip from the Shofu stream. I was like, 
How is how are you the fastest thing in the metagame and you take forever <laughs> to follow me? Reggie Lucky just bouncing along happily, taking its sweet time. Um, but again, that kind of goes back to the top-down perspective, which I do really like, and how that's gonna abide better for the following than um, the three three uh, D camera. Honey, not not um, if not playing these games. What do you think of the trailers so far? I mean, I did play this one. This was the first one that I officially had as a kid. Yeah, but not like doing an official playthrough of the game. Yeah, no, I never played through it because uh, my parents were cheap and bought the GameStop used version and there were no instructions, so I didn't know how to reset it. And I thought you just sort of started out with all this stuff. <laughs> so I was very bored playing and also trying. I remember being really, really frustrated trying to figure out how eggs worked. <laughs> I I still don't know for some reason. Um, I mean I'm I'm excited that I get to actually play the game, <laughs> and I don't remember if you guys recall this as much, but when when Diamond and Pearl originally came out, I remember there was like this huge market boom for Pokemon. Like I remember it was everywhere. So, when did they come out? 2007? Six or seven. Uh, I can tell you in a second. My money's going to be on six. I just remember, so like part of the reason why I don't have much nostalgia is like, I was, I was in sixth grade in 2006, and mm -hmm. you know how middle school, everyone's a little self-conscious and whatever. I thought, yeah. I'm an adult now. I don't play kids' games anymore. I was the same Aww. way. So, like, I completely, like, bailed on Pokemon during that generation. Um, didn't get back into it until Gen 5 for... I don't know what the difference was between Gen 4 and Gen 5, but it got me back into it. So, I I kind of missed out on all the Gen 6 stuff. I also remember missing out on Mario Galaxy during that time. Oh, yeah. Like, oh. I think oh, from... it did come out in 2006. Oh, my God. That doesn't make sense. That doesn't seem That's right. 15 years ago? Wow. That... That means that my sister was one when this came out. My sister, who now has a license, was one. That doesn't sound Which right. is also so crazy how long it took them to come out for remake. Well, I'm just glad that they did, to be honest. Okay, so then I was very behind the ball, because I have a lot of memories of Diamond and Pearl in middle school for some reason. So, yeah, no idea why. That, that makes sense. I mean, I feel like middle school that that's when the most of my memories of diamond and pearl happened i, I mm -hmm. sunk my teeth into the game i uh i used my first action replay i traded i traded with the kid in middle school uh i let him use my copy of pokemon battle revolution if he let me use his action replay first of all i never got that copy of battle revolution back well you can buy it for like two dollars now so oh my god uh i i love that game but i i got my current diamond file i've only ever had one diamond file mm -hmm. through my entire life that's dedication and i i never decided to restart it and i still have my torterra in there and um tons of shinies i love doing the poker radar i really hope they bring poker radar back well wasn't there a thing in like the most recent trailers from i think it was like late september depending on when this comes out i don't want data too bad um but did they say show something about hms like being in the pokecatch so you don't have need a hm slave yes, anymore that right? is a brand new feature so what they're doing is there's an app 
for your HMs, and you just call a wild Pokemon. So it's like the Gen 7 stuff, right? Yes, and the joke is... <laughs> it's always going to be Bit Barrel. For most of the of the HMs that they showed, I think all but one of them was used by a Bidu for Bit Barrel. Let's go. So... The legend. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, everyone... Everyone just always always used it. People always said, "Oh, you could use Tropius, you could use Pelipper." Badoof and Babarrel did the job just fine. Besides fly, it did everything. So you, you just see them like carrying you up rocks or carrying you across water, and it was really nice to see. I think they they also got the joke. Yeah. Um. So since this game is coming out soon, um, what do you guys want to? Have you thought about starters or a team build yet? My favorite Pokemon is Torterra, and okay, I will be that using Torterra. That. <laughs> I'll be yeah. using Torterra. Hopefully, I, uh, hopefully Porygon Z as well, and that's it. I feel like we all kind of knew Theron was going to jump for <laughs> for uh, the Grass type as I've his starter. Never, I've um, never played another Pokemon. I never played another Gen Four game and not taken Torterra. That's how I am with well, not ever because I'm I'm starting to branch out, but like that's how I was with. Uh, Johto games, I'd always do Cyndaquil, but I'm starting to branch out more. Like now that I've replayed the game so many times, and you know, yeah, it's, it's fun. So I already, I already knew that I'm picking Turtwig. No matter what, he's the best. We all did. Uh, but <laughs> Anna, who are you gonna pick? Um, so I, I know I have been known to use fire starters like every time. I just. I think I'm gonna go with Piplup this time. I, I think I'm gonna go water. Something about the monkey. Yeah. Yeah. Fire monkey just seems wrong right now. I don't know why. So, um, here's another hot take, or maybe not hot take, but I think Turtwig is by far significantly better than either of the two starters. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I think yeah. the ground grass type is super unique. Water Steel is also really unique, but I'm really disappointed they did Fire Fighting a second time because people always blame, oh, Embor, he's it's a third time. But Infernape gets away with it for free. <laughs> <laughs> Infernape yeah. is never the culprit here. So normally I would probably just pick Turtwig, especially because it sounds like we're getting the Diamond and Pearl deck, so we'd have Fire-type variety. But, you know, just for fun, I'm going to do Infernape so we all have different starters, so we all have unique teams. And we all can have yeah. another another breedable version, yeah. another egg to pass on to someone else. Oh, that'd be cool, too. <laughs> um, but I've the last two playthroughs I've done of that, those generations, granted, I never finish them, but I've done Turtwig a few times. And I'm playing through Platinum on an emulator, and I did um, Piplup just for fun i wanted to have a different fire type on my team and i don't know i i know i'm not a huge fan of empoleon's design that's my hot take um but the water steel type is a really fun playthrough and i really want them to make more water steel type pokemon it's so cool but the the way that they did it i just and he's got the nice like regal wings and the crest and empoleon's really fun to play in Pokemon tournament. <laughs> I know no one plays that game anymore, but Empoleon is an all-star. Just you slap people with those giant steel plates. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll all have different types. Hopefully, none of us pick um, a Staraptor again. <laughs> I'm. I have. I've had my fun with Staraptor. 
Staraptor is awesome. Awesome. Like, but I, I cannot get behind it. Like, I, I get the hype. If, if I had to rank all the, the regional birds, I think Staraptor's like second. Staraptor's pretty sick. Above, but Corviknight is like so much better. We're not going to get into it. We're not getting into it. Yeah. Uh, maybe that'll be another discussion one day. I feel like uh, if you have not tried Staraptor, it's like um if this is gonna be your first playthrough totally recommend it oh yeah um, don't sleep on it but i've played through this game enough i've used enough star raptor and honestly maybe i'll get a tropius yeah i might do a ground type uh ground type monotype that'd be cool uh, i've got torterra hippowdon gliscor well actually now you don't need a flyer because it's gonna be yeah that's gonna I love that because, like, basically every Pokemon game, you need a flying type and you need a water type to get through it. Honestly, maybe I'll do no water type. That'll be fun. No water type playthrough. It's like I, I tell people you can beat Sinnoh without using a fire type. People mm -hmm. always complain. They're like, oh, Sinnoh, there, there's no good fire types. You don't need one. And also Rapidash is good. Rapidash can be good. Uh, my my latest playthrough of, um, aside from Renegade Platinum, I'm not going to count that because that's an entirely different team comp. Um, they made Miss Magius ghost fairy type, which was really cool. Hmm. Um, very much broken. But the last like actual run that I used in Platinum was uh, I used a I used a chat hot <laughs> huh. just for fun. I, I I got the way that chatter worked in Gen 4, the louder that the sound was that you recorded, the higher the chance of confusion. So <laughs> I leaned real close into the microphone and I inhaled. <laughs> so the, the mic recorded as just like ear shattering garbage noise hmm. and it confused one, it's like a one in three chance. And it's so good. But then it, it capped at the elite four. It's like, all right, you've done your job. Yeah. Um, that's some hardware that I wish they could recreate, but. Yeah. Um, but yeah, any other thoughts on the remakes? I'm excited for them. I think they're going to be really good. I'm getting Pearl because I don't know why. I'm just <laughs> going with it. Switching it up. Yeah. I'm excited. I, I have very low expectations. It's going to be really fun. Yeah. I mean, the, the floor is it's Diamond and Pearl, but you walk fast. Yeah. Anna, thoughts? Um, I'm really just uh, looking forward to being able to play the game fully. Uh, <laughs> and uh, this would be, what, my third playthrough of a game? Yeah. Right? Yeah. This is the first you played, one. You did Sun and Moon. You did Sword and Shield. Yeah. And now we'll go back to Diamond and Pearl. Yeah. And I think we're all playing different versions. Well... As well, I mean, we can't three. all be. As <laughs> yeah. different as I can. There's only two. Yeah. Uh, I know Theron and I kind of made a deal when we started dating and playing Pokemon together that we would always pick the opposites. So mm -hmm. whatever Theron picked, I picked the opposite. So he's playing Diamond. I'm going to be playing Pearl. Um, yeah. Tim, do you know which one you're doing yet? I'm going to do Pearl. Um, I, have okay. a, I have a Diamond cartridge. Not made out of Diamond, but... <laughs> have a Pokemon Diamond version DS cartridge, so I figured why not yeah. do Pearl. And if gotcha. you need a, uh, if you need, if you ever need the better fossil, I will <laughs> graciously hand you one. Um, well, the thing that I'm really excited about and I haven't really been able to do before because I only have one DS and I don't know a ton of other people who play Pokemon that live close by, 
but I'm really excited to be able to actually use trade evolutions. Yeah, that's going to be fun. Mm -hmm. uh, and Diamond and Pearl has plenty of them. We yeah, can use. like, don't you have to use it to get, like, Electrovire or Magmortar? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Ooh, I'm totally going to have Electrovire. Th that's a good choice. I will save that one for you. The, um, the, the most recent ROM hack that I played had Electrovire as an electric fighting type, mm -hmm. which it honestly should have been. Yeah. It should have been an electric fighting type the entire time. Um, but, like, you, you get all the, the item evolutions. I don't, don't think Cedral was in that game. Um, but you get, like, Porygon, you get Dusk Noir, you get um, lots of them. <laughs> <laughs> all of the other ones. So, I think we're coming towards the end of the episode. Um, yeah. Glad to be back, guys. I think we're going to we're gonna probably do uh, twice a week episodes. Um, Bi-weekly. Bi-weekly. Bi-weekly, yeah. not twice a week. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, yeah. <laughs> That's okay. No, no, you're fine. Twice a month. Twice um, a month, yeah. Twice a month, yes. So we're going yeah. to go off of a what we call a YouTuber schedule, where we upload when, um, around the same time. Um, yeah. If anything changes, yeah. we'll be sure to let you all know. But expect this, uh, expect it every Sunday, every other Sunday. Well, we'll record on Sundays. We Say. record Sundays, and then Tim will tell us when we're finishing and putting <laughs> <Yeah>. them up. <laughs> we're going to go for every other Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday. That sounds, that that's reasonable. Yeah, because that means I will hopefully have three days to edit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll settle for every other Wednesday. All right. Well, we'll see you guys next Wednesday. Stay safe. Stay warm. Give your pets a kiss for us. Have a good night. Pretty yeah. please. Night. See you, folks. <laughs>